What's up guys, today I wanted to talk about how I am getting prepared for my first ever Department of Agriculture inspection. Just wanted to give you guys a couple tips because I know just based on the feelings that I've had throughout this, I've had a notice of about a week roughly that my inspector through the Texas Department of Agriculture was gonna be coming out to inspect our pest control business. I know it would be my first time, I was kind of nervous. They kind of gave me a little pointer about having paperwork ready and whatnot, how that can speed up the inspection overall. But I wanted to give you guys some quick tips on what I'm doing to have my business prepared and hopefully pass this inspection with flying color. So let's get to it. So of course, whenever you start your business, one of the fundamental things that's like a must, right, is having your SDS label, you know, book with this, Binder here, you know, I just got a cheap binder from one of these stores, you know, for a couple bucks. And what I do is, is every year I update this. I don't know if you guys notice here where it says 2023, 2024. I always try to update this at least once a year uh, because, of course, you know, year over year we try out different products. We try out all sorts of things, right, when it comes to chemicals and all that type of stuff. And if we end up using something enough, like more than one or two times, then of course we're gonna go ahead and put that in this book where we know, hey, this is a product that we've used multiple times and we're using it over and over again. We definitely need to have that in this book. And as far as I know, that's pretty much required across the board. You guys can let me know in the comments what your state requires in terms of the old SDS book and all that type of stuff. But I'm pretty sure across pretty much every state you need some type of SDS book. And you can see this thing gets pretty thick you can do some things when it comes to printing these out to use less paper, like printing on front and back. Some, you know, labels like the seismic label that I found online, it smushed everything. So I put like, what was it, four pages per page. So we got eight pages front and back versus, you know, I think it was like 108 pages if you printed it out individually, right? But yeah, that's the first thing that I did was I went through and just made sure there were no labels missing. I think we had maybe two that were missing total. So I went ahead and got that all printed out. As you can see, I even put our entice label. We don't use entice too often, only if our suppliers are out of Niban. But again, like I said, anything that we use on a regular basis, we wanna go ahead and have that in this book, of course. Next thing that I went ahead and did was print out a couple of our termite service agreements as well as our subterranean termite disclosure estimates. It's kind of like a another version of the agreement. Not gonna show you guys a bunch of the info, of course, because that's customer's information on there. But what I did was, is I printed out like three copies from this year. I don't know. They may want to see last year or the year before. If so, I'll go ahead and get them printed out. But of course, like the inspector said, if you have things together, printed out, all that stuff, it's just going to make the process go easier. I do everything the same practically every single time as far as I'm aware. So the main thing, like in Texas, for example, you know, pretty much every state is going to have their termite service agreement right similar to the pest control service agreement just a termite version essentially with all the you know warranty coverage and all that type of stuff but here in texas we also have what's called a subterranean termite uh, disclosure estimate which with this thing what we do is <laughs> a lot of it's very much just repetitive stuff where you're listing out the linear footage that you're treating but another thing that you have to do which i can show you guys this what you're gonna do is, is you also, don't know what was going on with my little camera follower there. As you guys can probably see here, it's like a dark version of the graph because of course how my 
printer. It's a laser printer, so it wasn't in color or anything like that. It made it kind of dark when I printed it out. But we have to put a copy of our graph. It lets you know the customer as well as the Department of Agriculture know exactly what we did. Where do we rod? Where do we trench? If we put bait stations, where do we put the bait stations? All of that type of stuff. So yeah, like I said, I wanted to have at least three. I figured, you know, who knows, they may only need to see like one of them. But I was like, you know, I've heard from other pest control operators in the past that sometimes they want to see a couple of them. So I was like, well, I'll go ahead and print a few. Just that way we, you know, again, have more than enough just to, you know, hopefully make them happy at the end of the day. The easier and happier you make them, of course, the less likely you are, in my opinion, kind of like whenever you get pulled over, the more friendly and straight to the point you are with the officer, a lot less likely to get a ticket, at least from my experience, right? Next thing that I went ahead and printed out was just our material usage sheets from every year, you know, that we've been in business all the way back to, you know, 2021. I don't have 2020, uh, but again, you know, we were in business for what, a month and a half, two months, and we were in the process of switching from, what was it, Square to Gorilla Desk. So hopefully they give me a little leniency when it comes to that. They may not even ask for this. I haven't really heard anything about material usage sheets, um, you know, logs specifically. But again, like I said, I wanna get, I wanna have more than enough just to show them that, you know, I'm not hiding anything. I'm doing everything the way that I need to be doing it. The main thing with your material usage sheet is there's columns on here, of course, for the material name, the EPA, you know, the EPA registration number, the quantity in terms of how much you use, and then the number of applications as well. So for example, it's very important, at least here in the state of Texas, that you do have those EPA numbers on here. So if you notice anything that's blank in the EPA category, you may wanna make sure it's nothing serious, you know, like glue boards, rat traps, things like that, of course. But say, for example, you were using Altacid and you forgot to put the Altacid EPA number, go ahead and log into your Gorilla Desk. It's super easy to update those kind of things. I'll probably do another like tutorial video about how to update your chemicals, add your own chemicals, target pests, all that good stuff here in the near future because I even had to do that for application method. I didn't have some of our application methods in there, so I went ahead and updated that as well throughout this whole process. And then just a couple other quick and easy things that I printed out from the, I think it was Texas A&M AgriLife. They're kind of like an extension. It's through Texas A&M, of course, but they're like an extension of TDA when it comes to the education side of things. I went ahead and printed out a consumer information sheet, which this is already on Gorilla Desk as well, as well as the notice of pest control treatment or service. Um, these are on Gorilla Desk, but I wanted to go ahead and have them printed out just to show them that I'm making it as accessible as possible. We have a printed copy. We have the copy we can email to people as well. And then of course, lastly, we have our pest control signs, the warning and caution signs. I've never had to use these in my time in business. I did go on the Texas Department of Agriculture website just to see when they tend to be utilized the most. And I've never even been in a situation where I really need to use them at all. It seems to be more so if, of course, you're treating like schools and things like that, or if you're treating maybe a like senior living potentially or hospitals, things of that nature. And none of it has really applied to me. I'll probably even ask them a question about it tomorrow, like when, do they believe is the appropriate time to put these out? You know, if nothing else, just to cover our butts, because of course we, this is our means of living. We're not trying to do anything illegally. We're not trying to, you know, cut corners or anything crazy to 
harm anybody or anything ridiculous like that of course that is my whole idea with just getting all of this stuff together and again this is just kind of the bare basic stuff this is just from the paperwork side of things another couple things that i did in terms of like our chemical our truck all of that good stuff is doing little things like making sure we had a fire extinguisher in the truck which is more so required for like osha and things like that especially when you start hiring employees but some other things that i'm doing of course is like tonight before i go to bed i'm gonna make sure that my trucks are completely locked up we haven't sold the chevy yet but it is completely cleaned out it does still have our skid sprayer in it at the moment we're in the process of getting ready to change that over to the nissan since we're selling the chevy but we're going to have the trucks completely locked up of course make sure that our chemical is in the right spots we do have some containers that we purchased recently as well as some of these locks here and i'm making sure that you know they're all locked up the way they're supposed to be because of course again state to state is going to be different state to state maybe even city to city in some cases is going to be you know stricter but in our state as far as i know you know you need to just do simple stuff like making sure that your chemical is all locked up to where you know if you have an open cab like our nissan for example where we have them in these like storage totes the good thing about these storage totes that i bought they have holes where you can you know put locks on them that way no one can just obviously take the lid off and leave right they'd have to cut into it or something crazy right so we're making sure everything is all locked up the way it's supposed to be making sure that our bngs and equipment that you know we don't want to have outside to begin with is in the garage because when they show up tomorrow it's going to be like 10 in the morning so again just trying to be over prepared i'd rather be over prepared than under prepared and it drag out for an hour or two it sounds like he or she i forget if it's a man or a woman but it sounds like they allotted about an hour of their time so you got to think you know which would they rather do it take the full hour or more and get their day behind or would they rather it only take 20 30 minutes maybe and then maybe they can go take a break or something again i'm trying to think of what's going to make their life easier because just like anything in life when you make someone's life easier they're more likely to go easy on you as well and reciprocate that energy that you're giving off at the end of the day but yeah, you guys can let me know if you think I might have missed anything. I'm going to try to publish this before the inspection tomorrow morning. I'm going to try to hurry up, get this edited, and get this put out there. That way, maybe some of you all will see it tonight and can let me know, especially if you're in the Texas area and have already dealt with your own inspection before. You guys can let me know if you think I may be missing anything. I may, I probably am. I probably have done other things and I just can't think of it. I didn't make a list or anything. I'm just listing off the top of my head everything that I've done today. Like I said, we don't have any chemical just all over the place or anything like that it's all locked up where it needs to be we have all the paperwork that i believe we need but like i said if there's anything that you guys have in terms of tips or anything don't hesitate it doesn't even have to be for state of texas either you can be in california florida new york whatever the case may be any of these 50 states here in the u.s or even overseas if i know we got some of you in the uk and stuff like that um if you have any tips or tricks or anything in terms of this subject just let us know we always appreciate it down in the comments below and by the way if you're new to me and just wondering who the heck is this guy my name is griffin thomas I'm the owner of the company Preferred Pest Management. We've been in business for about three years.
years now and on this channel I just document my entire entrepreneurial journey let you guys know what works for me what doesn't work for me I don't you know give advice on things that I've never experienced or don't know shit about I go based on my whole life experience in the business from the business and investing aspect of life and yeah if you're into that kind of thing consider subscribing below in my link tree in the description box we have groups you can join they're totally free I don't charge for like a mastermind or anything like that so if you want to join those and have access to me directly to ask questions as well as access a group of well over 100 members go ahead and hit the link tree down below and we also have some products that I use in my pest control company that will also be in the description box for you all as well but if you have any questions let us know in the comments otherwise I'll see you all in the next one and wish your boy luck tomorrow